Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey guys, Tony Schiavone. Need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling what happened when listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. On a brand new edition of Insiders, Gary Juster sits down with Conrad to discuss his decades spent behind the scenes in AWA, NWA, WCW, and ROH. I don't think it was a battle with Eric so much on uh, TV versus house shows. It was a matter of if they're not making money, we got to figure out, you know, something else. You know, we just can't let it bleed like that. We go one-on-one with WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long as he joins Mike Chioda for a special edition of Monday Mailbag. And so I'm tired, man. I'm really tired, but I don't want to let Mike drive because I already know, you know, I already know how he drives. So anyway, I just couldn't take it no further. So I said, Mike, you know, go ahead and, you know, know, take us in. So I got in, let Mike start driving. I guess, man, I went right to sleep about tired. So I guess maybe 10 minutes into that ride, all of a sudden I wake up, we're like in a tailspin. Royal Rumble season is here, and we watch back the most memorable rumble of all time, featuring the most iconic robe of all time, alongside the nature boy himself. Um, I mean, there was only one Olivia Walker. She was classic. and um, But I, I just, out of nowhere, I just decided to... Um, to pick that color in black. You know, here's the deal. I, I've never had a great physique. And you know that black makes you look leaner. So black on black, black boots. So <laughs> I went to I went to black a lot after about 40, age of 41. <laughs> That's very simple, honest answer. That's just a small taste of what we've got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself. Why Ad Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. As cold as a razor blade, as tight as a tourniquet, like the skin on a dying man. I don't want a piece of the world. I want the whole world. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. Trust me. What's up, everybody? I'm Marcus D'Angelo, and we are back for another episode of The Snake Pit. And, of course, we've got the master of the DDT himself, Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts, joining us. What's up, Jake? Oh, man, just uh, wearing this awesome T-shirt that I've come up with. Look at that new T-shirt. You designed, you, you came up with the idea for the design? Yep. Dude, it is a cool one. See, and... I'm not just a pretty face and a short dick. I mean, a pretty dick and a short face. <laughs> Either way. Either way it works. Damn um, it. Now, now, Jake, where can people get a hold of that? Well, Jake the Snake Shop. Well, of Dark course. Yeah. 
As you know, the, we'll, we'll hit it at the beginning instead of the end. Guys, check out jakethesnakeshop.com. Not only does Jake have that awesome shirt and an, and another uh, multiple 8x10s, but he's got a lot of exclusive collectibles yeah. uh, that you can only get there. And guess what, guys? They're all signed. So yeah. get over there. Check out jakethesnakeshop.com, the perfect gift for the wrestling fan in your life. And right now we're running a special that if you buy anything, you get a free 8x10 signed also. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, right? Oh, man, you can get you a figure or a statue or a pair of my old underwear. <laughs> so whatever you want. Just, uh, just Fresh. Got, somebody used to say everybody's got a price. So everybody's got a price, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jake, I'm so psyched to talk about the topic that we're on today. It's, you know, kind of right when I was at the peak of my fandom. We're talking about Royal Rumble 1996 and your return to the WWF during the new generation era. Uh, Jake, when this drops, it'll be the it'll be just days after the 27th anniversary of the event. So it's Can you believe that much time has passed? No, I can't, man. I really can't. God, I'm getting old. Thanks. (laughs) It reminded me that I'm getting old because I can remember (sighs) this shit now. We're talking about 27 years ago. Um, uh, But hey, it is good times. And I really like the idea that it's just a unique period of time because it's this new generation of guys that are coming in and you're from the the quote unquote previous era. You know, a lot of people call it the Hulkamania era. So it's cool getting to see these kind of uh, intersecting lines. Well, you know, a lot of people say uh, you're old school. Uh, That's not true. I'm from the school that burnt down before they built the old school. <laughs> well, and what's got one up you? <laughs> what you got? What, what's <clears throat> about this era is that um, you know it, there was a lot of mocking of your generation too, which we're going to oh, get yeah. into. So it's just it's just fascinating. What a weird time for you to come back in. But uh, without any further ado, Jake, let's go ahead and launch into this thing. Yeah, you ready? sure. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, so I guess the first thing to ask right out of the gate is, were you watching any of the new generation stuff that was going no, on while you were out? I had not been watching it at all. I kind of immersed myself in just trying to find myself. Yes. Uh, I was still struggling with addiction, but fighting it, fighting it tooth and nail. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how, how fast money goes when you're not making any and um, the wife and I had had three more children. Uh, surprise. My goodness. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had three more children. So uh, it was time daddy went back to work. And uh, it's funny how sometimes it just seems to happen right when you really need it. And at the time I really needed it. And I got the call to come to the Royal Rumble. Man, uh, such a cool, cool time. And it's, you know, the old guard was gone, as we mentioned before. All, yeah. all these guys that had really established themselves, and now they're being replaced with guys like your friend, Razor Ramon, Undertaker, yeah. Diesel, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. They're all at the top of the heap. And while ratings were definitely down, certainly from the, the time that you were there, the amount of talent on that roster was just through the roof. Yeah, there was some awesome talent there, but, you know... <sighs> They still weren't where we were. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the reason the ratings dropped because the people still wanted to see us old farts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know coming back, there was a lot of heat in the locker room, a lot of jealousy. 
And uh, it really, it really pissed me off that the guys were jealous, you know, because each night I would go to the ring, man, the, the roof would just go off, you know, and and then nobody could touch it. Well, it's, you nobody. know, to your point, it's go get over then, you know, it's in they, yeah. they won't have to, they won't exactly. have to cheer for these older guys. I know that night that we did the Royal Rumble, you know, Vince and them, they're so into the technical thing that they would measure the pop wow. that each guy got. And at the end of the night, he gathered everybody around and uh, announced who won the pop pop meter. And uh, number one was the first time they, they see me come to the ring. Mm-hmm. Number two was when I DDT somebody. <laughs> And number three was when I got Damien out. Wow. So I stole all three top pops. Now, is, uh, did he uh, slip an extra couple Benjamins in your Fuck, pocket? Are you the kidding me? No. <laughs> I knew no. the answer. I all I got was bullets of hate. <laughs> well, uh, so I'm, I'm curious. Uh, did you think that there was any, you know, obviously the, the Monday night era came along and all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's it's hot again. But did you think at this time that it would ever get as big as it was? Oh, yeah. Mania was running? Sure, well, sure, sure. Yeah. I, I believed, you know, it just takes time to get that talent over to the point that, you know, they're established. You know, they were fresh on the scene, you know, so to speak. Because uh, we we put 20 years in before we ever got there. Mm-hmm. And uh, to put that talent out there and expect them to do the things that we did, they hadn't learned that magic yet. You know, there's more to getting over than going out and doing a her, you know, her karana or whatever off the top rope or some insane bump. There's more to getting over than that. Yep. You know, and uh, it's that thing called charisma, man. If you don't have it, you can't buy it. You can't steal it. You know, so you're, you're screwed. The best thing you can do is to uh, get close to somebody who does have it and try to work with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned it's, you know, it's not about Huracanranas or crazy spots. And no. it's, this is an interesting transition time because, yes, there's still some big guys there. Kevin Nash, Undertaker yeah. Hall, as we mentioned before. But then there's also small guys that are kind of they're stealing the show with the with their move sets like Shawn Michaels, Brett, uh, Jeff Jarrett come to mind. Um, they're getting all this attention for their work. What did you think of this transition into the smaller performers, though? Well, I thought it was beautiful that it was happening, but they weren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. You know, they just weren't ready. And uh, the ratings proved that. And then that's all you can say about it, man, because uh, let's face it. I mean, you, you throw out names like Hall, Nash, Undertaker. Those guys were ready. <laughs> yes. Those guys are ready. But the fans weren't ready for it. They didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand that uh, now things are changing and we're going to do a new look. But uh, Vince was pretty pretty adamant about pushing this. And, uh, you know, once he gets it in his head that he wants something to work, it's going to work one way or the other. 
Yeah. And, you know, these guys, like, you know, a lot of them are old school guys. Jeff Jarrett, for sure. Bret Hart, for sure. I think Shawn Michaels is kind of ushering in that age of, like, his speed everything up and uh, his spectacular spots. But uh, that's not to take anything away from him. He's still, you know, incredible yeah. moveset. Probably the, you know, would you consider Shawn, the, as many people do, the greatest in-ring performer of all time? No. Who, who is yours? Uh, there's several. There's several. I mean, yeah. you look at... Um, Oh gosh, my brain just went puff. Ric Flair? No, God no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at uh, the guy that's at uh, at AEW. Uh, Kenny Omega. Omega to me is one of the best in ring performers ever. Wow. That's, you know, I've seen where, um, you know, a guy with an old school mentality himself, I don't think that you and he see eye to eye all, all the time, but Jim Cornette, he is very, very critical of Kenny Omega and his moveset. But oh. uh, but it's it's interesting hearing a guy like you be able to see and recognize just the skill that that man has. Well, he's got a, he's an unbelievable man, and I love his finishing maneuver and knee to the face. Oh, that's pretty crisp. <laughs> Man, not to get too far off topic, but with the the time that he teased hitting you with that thing, I was actually watching AEW live during that, and I was like, "Oh shit! I really hope they don't try this." Like everybody tensed up, uh, so it was just such a cool, cool moment. Man, you bring a lot to the product when you're there. I love being there too. Well, hopefully more soon. Anyways, back on track. Uh, so in 1994, 95, you were working in Mexico, Smoky Mountain, the Independence. Yeah. So I mean, during that time, were you like? hopeful kind of waiting for your phone to ring from vince or were no. you just happy doing your thing no i was just happy doing my thing i didn't think my phone would ever ring from vince ever again nope didn't think it would now i i have in my notes here and uh we'll we'll skip ahead a little and then come back that i he had made a promise to you about uh taking over pat patterson's position right, right? and that's the reason i left right so i mean you were you left angry how where was vince's head at when you left uh, he was pissed off. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but you know, not once did he say, Jake, I really want you to stay. Mm -hmm. Not once. And that really hurt. That really hurt. So I just stuck to my guns. Well, fuck it then. If you're not going to try to talk me out of it, we'll just get the fuck out of here. Obviously, you don't want anything to do with me. Now, did you ever hear a peep from him in between nope. then and 96? Never once. Not once. Interesting. Especially after all the, you know, water under the bridge between the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, Jake, let's run a quick timeout to talk about our pals over at Backyard Butchers. Man. Oh, man. Let me tell you, I got the box. I know that you did. And I love me some meats. Dude, and you can't do any better than Backyard Butchers. Guys, the wait is over. Quality steak, free shipping, period. The Backyard Butchers restaurant quality steak boxes are now available online. Get steakhouse quality bulk meat specials responsibly sourced from America's farms delivered right to your door. Imagine opening up a box of high-quality steak and being able to recreate the steakhouse experience right in your own backyard at less than grocery store prices. 
That's exactly what you get when you order from Backyard Butchers. Jake, as I said, I got my box from Backyard Butchers, and I could not have been more thrilled. Uh, And I know that you got it, too. I'll tell you what it reminds me of, man. Back, way back, like 1975, I had a wrist injury. And I was out of wrestling for a year and a half. Well, I had to make some money, so I was married to a girl at the time whose father owned a dairy farm. So I started working on the dairy farm. Of course, we were milking cows, baling hay, feeding all the cattle, and uh, we grew our own beef. You know, we had a we had a lot that had like ten steers in there, man, and we'd just feed them till they just nearly popped. You know, <laughs> but man, when we butchered one, it was so good. It's just different, man. It tastes different. It looks different. It, it's just. Like I said, it brought me back to thinking about that, and uh, they've already got me hooked. That's it, man. I'm, I'm a sucker. Sourced, responsibly sourced, just like what you were having. It's, man, this is this stuff is as good as it gets. Uh, you know, so grilling season is over for me. I, I put the grill away, but when my wife oh. saw me pull out a couple of T-bone steaks from this box that I got from Backyard Butchers, she put me to work. Yeah, and right. uh, man, I fit, I did a, a little sear on my on my uh, stove top, finished them off in the oven, and got perfect restaurant quality meal that came to me. And I spent less than I'd spent at the grocery store. So I mean, inflation can't is real. You can't beat it, man. Inflation is very real right now. Oh, is it? But Try buying a dozen eggs. Oh, dude, it's everything. Everything is going way up. And here's the issue: is the middleman. Well, you can cut out the middleman, being the grocery store in this case, skip the the additional expense and the upcharge, and get 100% American beef, pork, and chicken responsibly sourced from farms across the heartland of America. Backyard Butcher's meat is fresh, safely packaged, and delivered to your door in an eco-friendly insulated box. Their boxes are packaged. Uh, specifically designed to keep your meat within the optimal temperature range. And don't get me started on their customer service, Jake. If you need help with your order or grilling tips or anything, they are around seven days a week at BackyardButchers.com to help you out. And hey, guess what? No memberships or subscriptions are necessary. Subscribe, cancel any time, or try them once, and you'll want to subscribe uh, if you haven't. And reorder when you love the, the fact that you got a great price, how easy it was. Quality, taste the backyard butcher steak, pork, and chicken just cannot be beat. Uh, so, Jake, for a limited time, Backyard Butchers are offering listeners of this podcast a special introductory deal. Uh-oh. That's it, man. 15% off. Free shipping and four free ribeyes. Not just once, Jake. Not twice. For life with every subscription. Oh, That's, wow. That is four free premium restaurant quality juicy ribeyes delivered directly to your door in your monthly subscription. It's significantly less than you'd be spending at the grocery store. So, look, guys, don't wait. Get your hands on some of the best steak, chicken, and seafood you'll ever taste and make the next steak night an event to remember. Visit BackyardButchers.com and use promo code SNAKE to get 15% off your order. Free shipping and four free ribeyes for life. That's BackyardButchers.com and the promo code SNAKE for this unbelievable deal. Come on, guys. Support our podcast. Save big. Enjoy restaurant-quality meals at home. And all you've got to do is go to BackyardButchers.com with the promo code SNAKE. There you go, bro. I love it. 
Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna let Melter put his two cents in real quick. Uh, it's March seventh, nineteen ninety five. Observer Jake Roberts, thirty nine, has announced his retirement from wrestling and canceled all his upcoming indie dates, claiming he's going into religion. Uh, what was the turning point at this time that made you decide you were ready to walk away from pro wrestling? Just the turmoil, you know, the changes and everything that we're going through in the business and. Uh, Again, I was trying to stay sober, and it, I wasn't doing a real good job of it. And it seemed like every time I went out, man, I'd just go apeshit crazy, you know. And uh, you reach a point, you know, when when the wife gives you a choice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty stiff. Yeah, that's uh, – I really wanted to have a family. You know, and I, I, that was my one thing that I wanted more than anything. And if it meant giving up wrestling, I'd have to give it up. So I did give it up for a period of time. And then when the, I got the phone call, that all changed. Now, uh, when you did give up wrestling, were you immediately thinking, OK, I'm going to I'm going to start taking, uh, you know, my religious beliefs on tour or did that come along later? Well, it kind of came along. It just kind of happened. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I've been hanging out with this motorcycle club, Christians, CMA, Christian Motorcycle Association, a bunch of great guys. And uh, they were helping keep me sober. And uh, I was hanging with them. And uh, we sat, we were sitting around one night just BSing, you know, and talking about what we felt and how we felt and what we've been through. And a couple of those guys suggested, Jake, why don't you go speak at churches? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I can't fucking think of a fucking reason why I shouldn't fucking do it. <laughs> Gee, let me fucking think, you know, and you know, it just, it just kind of like surprised me. And uh, I'm like, Oh, man, you know, I don't think anybody'd want that. Besides, you know I mean? I, I didn't know that churches would pay big money for, for you to do this. And uh, that's how ignorant I was. And so they taught me into going to this little church, man. And when I pulled up and seen the church, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You can't get a hundred people in there. It was <laughs> tiny. It was tiny. But at the end of it, I walked out of there with like 7,500 bucks. Damn. You know? Wow. Was it all uh, guaranteed or was it no. part of the gate? There was no guarantee. They just, people came in and they, whatever they wanted to put in the pot, they put in the pot. That's incredible. Yeah. It just blew me away. Um, and just to show you the other end of the card, I've been in some churches where you got 2,500 people in there and you get a check for 1,500. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all, all depends on the crowd, huh? God damn, promoters are everywhere. You know? yeah, man. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? You know, Vince wanted to be a... Uh, a uh, oh, my God, my brain, brother. Sorry. Was it, no, no, it's okay. What, he Was he interested in doing some of these religious bookings as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to do that big time. If he hadn't been a, he told me if he hadn't been a wrestling promoter, he wanted to be a, uh, 
Oh my god. <sighs> like uh Oral Roberts? Not Oral Roberts, just somebody that went out there and went with it, man, you know, and uh oh my god, I can't think of the word I'm wanting to say, man. Like a like a revivalist? Yeah, thing? yeah, running revivals yeah. and stuff and going and storm barnstorming the country and you know, starting a fire here and keep the fire going. You know, can you, I can see that do it happen. I was gonna I say, really like, can. it sounds crazy to say it, but like, it, with his charisma and whatnot. Oh he, my god, he'd probably man. be great at it. Really, absolutely, man. And he's already got all the suits. I mean, he does. He does. You know? And you know, the devenomized snake thing. You could let him bite him. And oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> shove uh, it up his ass <laughs> any of the above blow up a car oh he's already done that <laughs> Never mind. he's done that um yeah. during this off time from wrestling were you like getting the itch at all or were you pretty satisfied doing what you were doing i was going through a really confused time man uh, i knew that i'd screwed the pooch so to speak with wrestling uh the thing with uh with Turner Broadcasting blew up. Mm-hmm. And now I'm being forced, well, then your choice is to go back to the other guys. Well, the other guys didn't seem to be knocking on my door. And um, I seen the changes they were doing, you know, with the young guys coming in. I thought, well, they just don't give a shit. You know, they don't need me. And that, that's, you know, that's all on me. I, I was so insecure. Uh, I know most people can't understand how can Jake the Snake be insecure? Well, you haven't beat into your head long enough. You believe it. Uh-huh. And I'd had it beat into my head my whole life. So I, I still didn't think I was worthy of anything. So there you Man. go. And and to put it in context, what you just referenced to the fans is in 92, when Jake left, as we just referenced, uh, he went to WCW, but then that situation went kind of tits up, mostly due yeah. to Bill Watts' bullshit. Yeah. And, and motherfucking piece of sorry, piece of dog shit, eating bastard. And next thing you know, Jake has got a lawsuit with them. So the two main wrestling promotions in America now, he's kind of got burnt bridges in theory. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's a, a weird time for Jake, but it sounds like you were uh, – you were about to turn things back around with with one of the organizations. We've got this from the January 2nd, 96 Observer. In an effort to combat falling buy rates, the WWF has sent out for many surprising names in the Royal Rumble. Among those known to have been contacted for the event are Dan, Dan Severn, Jake Roberts, Ultimate Warrior, Big Van Vader, and Rick Martel. Of those names, the only name that has been mentioned at all on television is Warrior. Although Vince McMahon is negotiating with people about being on the show uh, he did mention Vader and Warriors appearing at the Rumble. So mm. oh, what do you remember about getting this call from Vince? Not much. Uh, I got it from uh, Pritchard. So uh, Vince didn't even call you? Nope. Mm. He had Pritchard call me. Interesting. Which is another slap in the face. Right. Nothing against you know, Bruce, but you want to no. get called from the main guy, right? Yeah, you'd like to. Yeah. You know, instead of, oh, Jake, we're thinking about, you know, possibly if you could, maybe. And, you know, they, they know what to say to you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're putting it out there like they really don't give a fuck. But if you'll beg, we'll not bring in. You know? <laughs> it's, I mean, it speaks volumes that, like, you know, the buy rates are down. And, hey, let's turn to old, reliable Jake. That ought to, that ought to get people interested, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, um, they did. <laughs> well, at this point, was there any discussion whatsoever of working in the office? Yes. There was, yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah, right out of the gate. I told them that's what I was interested in and that I didn't think that I was healthy enough to get into the ring and perform because I'd gained a lot of weight. I was, I was at a little over 300 pounds at the time. Mm -hmm. And my wrestling weight was 240. So that's not easy to do. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I mean, that extra weight probably makes it a lot harder on your knees. Oh harder God. to do the shit you used to do, right? My lungs. <sighs> <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, it was really terrible, man, to go out there and try to perform carrying that extra weight. You'd be gassed in a couple of minutes, and now you're just trying to hold on. You know, uh, when you run out of gas, brother, you ain't got nothing left. Yeah, no, it's uh, some famous football coach said it'll make a coward out of all of you. Uh, yeah, your wind will. Damn right, it will, man. And uh, unfortunately, there's a couple of guys that thought that was funny and would try to blow you up, would try to blow me up. No, absolutely. Shit. Yeah, you want to name any names besides Bulldog? No, <laughs> just the Bulldog. Um, it's, uh, him and Owen thought it was funny. Now that I've heard a lot about Owen ribbing people, and that I can kind of see. Yeah, he um, wasn't. He wasn't too vicious with it. The other guy was pretty vicious with it. Oh, really? That's that's a shame. Yeah. Now, uh, when you're talking to Bruce, is any of the past history discussed or no? No. Nope. In fact, slate? whenever I came back and finally met with Vince, Vince sent me down and said, Jake. We know you, we know who you are, we know what you do, but we're buying the whole package. Uh, meaning, so, meaning that, you know, uh, regardless of my drugs of and my drug issues. issues and all that are being accepted. Wow. They really wanted yeah, you back. They really want to be back. Well, you know, we mentioned Warrior, and God knows that he burnt that bridge and and blew it up and peed on it afterwards. Yeah. So, so it's, you know, I guess I guess Vince was in a forgiving mood at this time. But um, yeah, he, he told me they accepted all that, and that uh, my brilliance was worth it. That was exactly what he said. He said your brilliance is worth it. Well, I have to I have to side with him there because it's not only a down territory, but you're the proof has been in the pudding with you your entire uh, career. You draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Put asses in seats. Now, at this point, did Vince make or uh, did Bruce or anybody make any mention whatsoever of going full time, or was it just one spot and let's see what happens? It was uh, <clears throat> to do the rumble and then come to the office. All right. And. Then all of a sudden it was, well, we need you for this one. Mm. Oh, so-and-so's hurt. He can't make it. He, would you do this one? And then they started pecking away at it. Pecking away at it. And uh, next thing you know, we want you on the road full time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, man? You, you know, you're making five, 10 grand a week. And, uh, Mama's happy, and you think, well, maybe I can. That was a mistake. Because when I went on the road, that's when it all blew up on me again. That actually, that is my next question. Was you know, as as you're you know thinking about doing the dance here with Vince right. and, and Bruce and everybody, is there any concern over like relapsing in your sobriety at this point? 
they weren't concerned with it. Were you? I was scared to death. Yeah. I knew that if I went back on the road, I was doomed. That lifestyle. You know, that uh, it would get me sooner or later. And it did. Mm-hmm. And it did. And at first they put up with it. But uh, then it just got to the point, you know, they couldn't. Right. You know, and, and that's on me. That's on me. You know, uh, they certainly gave me every opportunity to just do the job and be all right. But, you know, the bottom truth, the bottom line is, is I didn't fit in in the office because I'm not an office guy. Right. Um, Vince liked to get everybody around the big table and, and come up with an idea. Me, if I'm going to come up with an idea, give me 10 minutes. I'm going to take a walk outside, smoke a cigarette. When I come back, I'll have something. Yes. That's just the way it happens for me. I I wish to hell I could say that I've got a formula of how to do this. Oh, yeah, just give me a name and I'll mix that name with this name. And then I'll come up with a storyline that lasts for, you know, six months. No, (laughs) that's not the way it happens. Right. The way it happens for me is I just go outside and just get get still and breathe. And then all of a sudden, something will click inside my head and go, what if? What if you did this? Vince was just a little bit more fast thinking. Like he wanted wanted what he wanted and he wanted it right then and there. No, he wanted to be a part of the process. Gotcha. He wanted to learn the process for me. Well, I, I didn't have a process. My, my process was each one of them was a gift from God, man. I didn't come up with that idea. God did. I didn't come up with that idea. I didn't come up with the idea of the DDT. God showed it to me. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. You know, you create the, the best wrestling finishing hold ever by an accident. Unbelievable. You know, unbelievable. I, I'd like to say, yeah, man, I'm so smart that I'm me and Einstein. We used to talk, you know, <laughs> right? Well, hey, Jake, something else that's unbelievable is AG1 by Athletic Greens, wow. our pals over there. Man, you know, they, they used to say the best part of waking up, Folgers in your cup. Uh, not since I discovered AG1, man. Yeah. Uh, the, dude, the impact it's had on my energy and just my overall well-being, the way that I feel every single day, uh, endurance, you name it. Everything is better with me And now that I'm on AG1. It's been about four months now, and dude, just unbelievable results. Uh, gone I can't are the see days. not doing it. I know. Now, like now that now that it's part of my life, it's I I need yeah. it. I want it every morning. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. That's they got us, man. Because you know, I used to be that guy who was waking up every morning taking all these supplements and multivitamins, and it was miserable. And I hated three or four it. cups of coffee. And, uh, right, and then um, I just and then I feel decent. Like I I can continue the day. Now I want to continue the day because of AG1. You don't have to add a million ingredients to some shake anymore. You don't have to clean out a blender afterwards. Nope. AG1 makes it easy. You scoop, you shake, and you enjoy it. Shake um, and bake, baby. That's it, dude. And in, in that one delicious scoop, I get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start my day off the way that I want it to, on the right foot. These ingredients support my health, my nervous system, immune system, recovery focus, and most importantly for me, it was always about energy. 
in just a couple months, Jake, I feel like a new man. And it's really become just, as we said, it's part of my daily routine. You get up, you do it, and then you continue your day on the right path. You continue, man. I didn't even tell you, but hell, I, I just had COVID again. Did you really? Yeah. But I think by taking this AG1, man, I cruise right through it. And, you know, I, right through it. I hear that about uh, getting COVID is that if you're taking the right stuff, if you're putting the right stuff into your body, you react better to it. So that's incredible. Yeah, yeah I cruise right through it, man. Now, fair to say, halfway through it, I called the doctor and they gave me some meds. But I was already halfway through it before I, I felt bad enough to, well, maybe I should go ahead and get the meds. You well, know? and and you know you're this guy who's going around meeting people, shaking hands yeah, all the time, all and the time, man. so uh, being healthy is really important for you. Um, and taking the right vitamins to fight off any sickness, whether it's COVID, or the common cold, flu, whatever, it's important. So AG1 has Absolutely. got you covered. Uh, they've got over seven thousand five star reviews, and you'll understand why when you try it. Less than three dollars a day, guys. Uh, just get out there and give it a shot. At that price, you you literally stand to lose nothing. So uh, get out there and make an investment in your health. It's time, guys. Reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. And let's make it easy for him, Jake. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Free is always good. And guess what? Five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you've got to do to get started is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash snake. That's right. We've got the right promo code now. DDP snake is gone. It's athleticgreens.com forward slash snake. Uh, and uh, take ownership of your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash snake. You know, if DDP gets behind something, you know it's the real deal. When do you think it was the last time DDP just went to Taco Bell and went nuts? Oh, never. <laughs> never. No, no. He's always careful with what he puts in his body. It and was never. So, so if, if DDP is taken, you know that you should be too. Get out there. Absolutely. It's athleticgreens.com forward slash snake. Uh, so at this point, Jake, uh, you, you had mentioned you physically, you're, you're not at your best. Are you, no. You're seeing these young kind of flashy guys. Are you like, I, I can still go with them? No. Not at all. I, you would... I knew I couldn't, yeah. you know, and that's, you know, of course, they disguised it a little bit by running me in tag teams a little bit, mm-hmm. but not enough. <laughs> you know, because every time I got out there one-on-one, man, I would be so gassed that it was scary. Right. You know, when you get so out of it that, that you're getting afraid, then you know you shouldn't be out there. Right. And I didn't want to be picking somebody up to slam them and just drop. And be out of energy, yeah. I, yeah, and I didn't want to drop them on their head or anything. So I'm actually trying to take care of my dancer that I'm dancing with and trying to take care of myself. But, man, adrenaline is such a dangerous drug. Yes. You know, because when that adrenaline would hit you out there, you'd, yeah, I can make it one more night. I can make it one more night. I can make it one more night. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened, man. Over and over. Yeah, yeah, sure did, man. Um, what was the reaction among your uh, close friends and family members when you get this call and you're ready to come back? They were scared for me. Yeah. And rightfully so. You know, my wife didn't want me to go back at all. Um, then I convinced her to let me do the rumble. Mm-hmm. 
And then I convinced her to let me go to the office and be, you know, in the office that I wouldn't be on the road with all the guys. And, you know, I'm not, you know, I was basically trying to say the problem is the guys. No, the problem was Jake Roberts. Uh Because Jake had this thing called addiction. And uh, when I get stressed, when I get happy, when I get sad, when I'm overjoyed. There's always a reason to celebrate. Right. <laughs> There's always a reason for me to drink because something's bad because you got screwed over. There's always a reason to celebrate because, oh my God, you just got $10,000. Let's celebrate. <laughs> you know? right. Oh my God, you had a good meal at the restaurant. Let's celebrate. Oh my God, did you see that dog piss on that tree? Let's celebrate. <laughs> you know. So, so you could have been on the road with like, you know, a pack of nuns and priests and you still would have been looking. Yeah. Yeah. I would have found a way to drink, to drink. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's hard. It's a hard thing to come to terms with, uh, and a hard thing to, to look at yourself in the mirror and it took you a long time. It's hard to admit that you're powerless over, over a drink or a drug, Mm -hmm. but that's, you know, that's for the first thing in AA you got to do, man, admit that you're powerless. It's for those that never experienced it. I pray that you never have to experience it because to wake up in the morning and the first thing that comes to your brain is how can I get some shit today? Mm. Waking up before you piss. Dark <laughs> you're trying to think, you know, you're, how can I find some shit today? Or what can I do to set up a thing that will make it seem almost like I should get some shit today? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's amazing the storylines I came up with just to get high. Oh, my God. Man, your your recovery is amazing. I I want us to maybe do an episode where we discuss addiction a little bit more. And actually, I've yeah. got a really cool guest in mind uh, who's who's dealt with a lot of the same stuff. Which I'll talk to you about off air. We'll get there. Okay. Um. All right. So, Jake, the big day arrives. It's January twenty first, nineteen ninety six, and you are back on the largest stage in professional wrestling. You're yeah. forty years old. Um, and, and you're back, man. It's just incredible. I know that the buzz, uh, amongst the fans at the time was, was absolutely nuts. How does it feel to be back in the company where you made your name? Just mind boggling, man. The, The reaction from the fans gave me so much. I was overjoyed. I was empowered. I felt like Superman, man, when I walked to that ring. And then within three or four minutes, I felt like a blivet. <laughs> I felt like a balloon with all the air gone. <laughs> so, man, thank yeah. God for the rumble. You can kind of hide a little bit of that. You damn right, man. Find you a corner and get low. So now I know that you had uh, developed a relationship with Scott Hall at this point, but were you mm-hmm. close with anybody else in that locker room at the time? No, I wasn't. So it was just Scott. I mean, Scott was kind of running with his buddies, though. Did you hang yeah. around? Yeah. No, I didn't hang I didn't fit in. Mm. I didn't fit in. I wasn't part of the clique. So I'm about to ask I've about never been. I've never been a clicky guy, man. You know, I, I don't believe in cliques. I think they're wrong. I think they're wrong for the business. Friendship is one thing, but when you start trying to run a company by – your influence and forcing people to do things 
that they don't want done because you have the power, it's not good. Right. You know, and in fact, Vince asked me, Jake, what do you think's wrong with, with everything right now? Because our numbers are so far down. And I asked, I told him, I said, it's pretty simple, Vince. You're letting the inmates run the asylum. Mm-hmm. And the click was running it. So if the click is going to take uh take all the pats on the backs for uh, drawing the house, okay, then you got to take all the pats on the back for the numbers that have dropped. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the proof of the pudding is. You can say that Shawn Michaels had a great run or Shawn Michaels did, you know, was a great champion, but what were the numbers? You can say Bret Hart was a great champion. What were the numbers? They don't lie. Yeah, go ahead and tell me what the numbers were. Then they get quiet. You know, I mean, Hulk, Hulk comes back, what happens? It, it pops. Numbers go where? Through the roof. Huh. Must be something to that. Maybe those guys are really over. <laughs> It does make it does make you wonder, and yeah, it's you know you were coming in during this, as you said, it's this weird like tumultuous time, and so many yeah. backstage politics. I've also heard about uh, you know I don't know if it's necessarily the click, but guys kind of playing cruel ribs. You had mentioned how uh, yeah. you know you a couple people tried to blow you up. Was anybody doing that yeah. weird stuff where they're like shitting oh, in your yeah. bag or whatever? Yeah, they were doing some pretty bad stuff. I think I think the one they got really good was uh, Tammy Tammy Fitch. Um, you know, at Sunny. the time, it, yeah, at the time, I think there were a couple of wrestlers that were both sleeping with her. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mention any names, Brad and Sean, but. Uh, it's, it's out there. <laughs> it's out there and well known. <laughs> but uh, we went to Europe and uh, she was on it. And uh, Sean was pissed off at her for some reason. And, uh, you know, when you go to Europe, they send a. A chef with you they cook for you every day you know they cook before the show and then they'll cook you stuff up for after the show and they'll make a nice little container for it and you just you just walk by and find your name there it is boom you're done well tammy picked up her food one night and went to her room and ate it and then when she got to the bottom of it she realized that Somebody had taken her pasta and chicken out of the box and then put a great big turd in the bottom. Oh, God. And then put the pasta on top. Oh, God. And she ate down to the turd. Oh, no. So, of course, the next morning, everybody's like, man, some shitty pasta last night. Man, the food's usually good, but that shit last night tasted like shit. (laughs) And she knew who did it. Yeah. They're the ones that are firing these barbs at her. Tammy, how was your pasta? I bet your pasta was good though, right? Oh god. Because you like shit. You know. That that might be taking it a little too far. Yeah, well, Vince thought it was, and she lost you know, she completely lost her mind, and I would have too. Yes. You know, and uh, they wound up calling her and telling her to get back on a plane back home. Man, it's what a what a weird. I mean, because it's people say all the time wrestling is is really its own entity. Like something like that would never yeah. never fly in any yeah. other profession, and it's it's just pro wrestling, man. Yeah, 
exactly. And it should have never happened. And, uh, you know, again, power of the click. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what can Vince do? You know, he, he goes to them and say, who, who did it? And they'd all stand up and said, I did it. Uh, <laughs> you know? And it's some of your top guys. You can't exactly suspend yeah, them. Yeah, you're right? going to send your main event home? Uh, Go ahead, what, Vince. What a weird, weird position to be in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember the days of trying to book, trying to book a match. We'd be at Vince's house sitting around a big table five of us and myself and uh, Pat Patterson, uh, Bruce Pritchard, Coronet, and sometimes uh, Russo, Gerald Briscoe. No, Mm. Gerald Briscoe. Russo wasn't there, thank God. Mm. But uh, we'd be sitting around there and Vince would get a phone call and he's like, guys, I got to take this. And we'd like, oh boy, here we fucking go. And we'd sit there for two hours waiting for him to come back. And what was he doing? He was on the phone with Brett and Sean trying to convince them to wrestle each other. When I first heard about that, I said, Vince, fire both of them motherfuckers. Fire them both, man. They're not helping your fucking company. They're jacking your company off. They're playing you. Are you kidding me? Have I ever been in the ring with somebody I didn't like? You fucking right I have. Did I wrestle them? You damn right I did. Did I have a good match? You fucking right I did. You know why? Because that was my fucking job. Mm-hmm. My job, man. Did I did I want to wrestle so-and-so? No, I didn't want to wrestle that piece of shit. Why did you? Because it was my job. I don't get to pick who I wrestle, who I don't wrestle. I don't get to pick the finish. When you start doing that, you're letting the inmates run the asylum. And once you do it once, you'll do it again. You will do it again. Now, when when you're bringing these concerns to Vince, is he just dismissive or does he say like, I know? He's like, oh, I know. I'm in a bad spot here with this. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what you do, Vince. Fire fire both of them, and let's see who comes back crawling on their fucking bellies. Mm-hmm. Let's see who comes back. And once you fire them, Vince, guess what? Shit will change. You may have to do without them for two or three weeks, but guess what, Vince? You're better off without them. You're better off without them because you can't do anything when they're here. Cause they don't feel like her. They don't like that guy or I'm not doing that finish with him. I've got to beat him in the middle. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't want to lose the belt in Canada. Fuck you, Brett. Are you serious? You didn't win the belt, Brett. They gave it to you. You didn't kick anybody's ass. Get over your fucking self. Are you serious? It makes me fucking sick. I think people get a little bit lost in in this showbiz slash realistic type oh, circumstance. Fuck, it's like, man, man, come on, it's it's a it's a job, as you said, it's just a job. It's just a fucking job. You're an actor, man. Go out and do your damn job. Now, in a minute, I'm going to tell you how I really feel. <laughs> <laughs> so we might have to do a YouTube exclusive on one of these. That's uh, some good stuff, Jake. Uh, 
Well, now, I did want to uh, bring up now, you were doing your job, and your job at this time, you're no longer this, this you know, when you left in 92, you were this really vicious, evil yeah. character, and all of a sudden, you know, it's all about your faith and redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, was this something that you told Vince you wanted, or did he no. come with it? No, That's, I got painted into a corner with that shit. So they came to you? Yeah. No, they didn't come to me. They just told me, this is what we're doing. Oh. I didn't get to pick out what I was going to do. I didn't get to pick that angle out with fucking Lawler. We're going to talk about that probably this summer uh, for the SummerSlam discussion. I know that that's, that's a sore spot and rightfully yeah. so should be because it's just sad. for both of us. Yeah. And I know a lot. It's not like Lawler was, you know, being an asshole to you. I know no. I've heard him talk about it and he is not happy that he did it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it was wrong, man. We will talk about that soon. Yeah, um, it was almost like Vince wanted to break me. He wanted me to crumble. He wanted me to fall. But he wanted to get what he could out of me before I fell. Hard to hard to wrap your head around that tight mentality. Yeah. It really well, is. He, Vince is a vicious man. He is a vicious, vicious, sick man. He's got a twisted fucking mind, brother. Twisted sense of humor. If he can't own you, he don't want it. And it's it's not just you. It's some of the people who've it's who really all, helped him along It's the way. everybody. Right. It's everybody. When you got ready, hear me tell you, here's a little inside info for you. Mm -hmm. We used to talk about the curse of the baby blues. Now, what does that mean? No idea. Well, I'll tell you. Anytime you work for Vince... If he ever comes to you and says, you know, you've had a good run here, kid. And your family, by God, you know that, don't you? Your family. So you're going to be here. But we got to repackage you. You know, we're going to we're going to put some color to you, give a different look to you so we can do different things with you. You're good with that, right? Well, do you have a choice? No. So, well, my team's going to come up with something and they'll bring it to you. And what you would get would be a pair of baby blue tights. Once you got the baby blues, brother, it's humiliation time. The baby blue tights. Baby blue tights. I can give you about 20 fucking people that once they got the baby blue tights, they were on the way out the door. Martell. The Rujos, Don Morocco, uh, myself, mm. I got the baby blue, uh, Owen Hart, Hercules. Did Dino Bravo have baby blue? Dino guys? Bravo, yeah. That's just to name a few. Wow. And I... all their... All their tights were different before that. But once you get the baby blues, brother, that was a warning bell that she ain't going to be around here very fucking long. Is and this... before, you, before you get out that door, you're going to be humiliated. You're going to be beaten in the fucking middle. You're going to be made a piece of shit. Is this a well-known thing be... among, among the wrestlers? Yes. Wow. I have never heard of that. That's... Yeah, the curse of the baby blues. I'm, I'm going to go down an internet rabbit hole with that one. That is, oh, that yeah. is fascinating. 
Um, so uh, also coming in at this time is Vader. Uh, was there any concern that Vader's going to take any shine off you? He was a pretty big star in WCW. Take any shine off of me? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. they're bringing in you, a huge star, <sighs> and they're also bringing in another big star, Vader. And oh, it's like, I didn't care. Yeah, it just seems, it, it feels weird to do both huge stars on the same night, but it's... Oh, it didn't bother me at all. Ah, well, I mean, why should it? You were confident in yourself. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> if I get the loudest pop or the second loudest pop, I just want to pop, you know? <laughs> I do have a, a video coming up, uh, but before we get there, just want to hit a couple more points from the era. Um, yeah. And one of them is uh, Gold Dust. So Gold Dust, oh, yeah. uh, he had recently come in and he was causing an awful lot of controversy due to his oh, portrayal yeah. of this sexually aggressive kind of predatory character. I know that Scott Hall has gone on record as confirming that he didn't have an issue with Dustin at all, but he did not want to work with the character. Um, Jake, old school mentality guy, where, what did you think? Would you have worked with Gold? You did work with Gold Dust, right? I did work with Gold Dust. I had no problem with that. It's a character. Mm-hmm. Now, will I, will I suck his dick? <laughs> uh, not unless I want to. What a high spot. You know, yeah, that'd be a good finish, man. <laughs> you know, he comes and now he, now he can't lift his arms, you know, and the referee counts him out. One, two, three. Is that a DQ? Is that a DQ finish? No, or? no, no, no. That's a, that's a count out, man. You couldn't lift your fucking arms. You. Your shoulders were down. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, I was there when he had when they had him kiss Ahmed. How did Ooh, that go over? Boy, I wouldn't have wanted to be in his way. Ahmed's. Yeah. What did he have to say? He lost his shit. <sighs> Vince, Vince did that on purpose. Vince needed a black superstar, and Ahmed was going to be it. But then Ahmed just got to where he wouldn't show up. Uh, he was hurting people every fucking night. You know, and just became unruly, unable to deal with him, too demanding. You know, they finally had to let him go. But man, Vince ate a lot of shit. And before he, before Ahmed got out of there, he had it on film, him being kissed by Goldust. Oh, God. So... How many times do I feel like showing that? You know? <laughs> so exactly. Will, he'll he'll get even with you one way or the other. You, know, you don't think that whole fucking gimmick wouldn't have slapped it dusty? Oh, for sure. Oh, no doubt. For sure. Did Goldust did Goldust do a great job with the character? Unfucking believable great job. I was going to say, we, we talked about oh Dusty on the God. last episode. Uh, Dusty got this kind of fucked up weird gimmick when he came yeah. into the territory, and yeah. he made it work. And guess he what? His, work. his son did the same thing. He damn right he did. As to this day, iconic character. And to this day, Dustin's one of the best workers in the business. Yep. And he never got what he should have. No. No. It's a, nope. hey, it's not too late. Not too late. Um, <laughs> he might still get the big belt. We'll I see. hope so, man. He Certainly deserves, deserves it. it. They're still one of the best in the, in, in yeah. AEW, and that's saying a lot. There's a lot of talent there. So what uh, else? Who else are we going to talk about? Or what, who else paid to be on here this week? Oh, you're talking about our sponsors. <laughs> yes. Well, what do you know? It's our old pals, 
Jimmy's Famous Seafood. That's what I thought because I'm getting hungry. So I'm starting to get hungry too. And man, there's no better solution than Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Jake, you and I have been singing their praises now for a few weeks and oh for damn God. good reason. It's because you can get this the best food in the country. And I'm Shop, not exaggerating. Shipped to your door, man. Shipped straight to your door. So they're in Baltimore. If you live in San Diego, guess what? You can get it. And with us, you can get it in two days. All you got to do is use man. oh crab cakes, soups, chowders, oysters, signature steaks, desserts, gluten-free items. Uh, Jake, they've been in business for over 40 years, and they've been on all sorts of TV shows. I mean, they have established themselves, and it's for very good reason. It's because they are the best in the nation in what they do. And here's what kills me. Here they are, the greatest shit going, and they are bending over backwards trying to give you everything that you could ever want i'm talking about some of those packages they do you know oh like you want to do a super bowl party get the wings get oh my god the dips oh my god. i mean you are going to be the king of the super bowl party if you show oh. up with the famous gift box which includes uh four of the world's best colossal maryland crab cakes two different crab soups crab dip seafood seasoning and their signature base uh. sauce or hey this one's tailor made for the super bowl how about the tailgate bundle make your football weekend complete with two pounds of wings a full rack of ribs a pint of crab dip and crab cake Hell mix yeah hey hey better yet create your own man you can take a look at their menu make your own combination and have it shipped straight to your door all that you want on your order now look yeah. Uh, we're talking about all this great food and it's fantastic but it gets even better Jake you mentioned it we can do free two day shipping nationwide on orders over $125 well that's that's a given it's going to be over $120 I won't get out of here for less than $400 uh, yeah I was going to say you'll spend quadruple that at Jimmy's that food is just that damn good I mean you don't know what whenever I go there it pisses me off that I can't have a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. because it's all good and now, you, good. and now you can have a little bit of everything and have it j- come to you. You don't have to I go know. out and get it. And yeah, it's, you know, to your point, Jake, if, if you go out uh, with your wife tonight for dinner, you're spending oh. over $125. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Easy. Why not spend it, stay home, and get some of the best food in the country the shipped best. right to your house? The friggin' best, man. Hey, all you got to do is go to jimmysfamousseafood.com and use the promo code SNAKE. That's jimmysfamousseafood.com and the promo code is SNAKE, S-N-A-K-E, and you get free two-day shipping nationwide. One more time, that's jimmysfamousseafood.com and that promo code is SNAKE. Let's 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 dive back in. We're almost there. Um, yeah. You had worked with Sean in Mid-South, Sean Michael. Yeah. Now, back in those days, did you see that main event potential or just not yet? Uh. I knew the kid was going to make it. I didn't know that he would make it to where he did. I don't think anybody could have. Uh, You know, that was just uh, a one in a million shot there that he would ever get that kind of push. But he got it for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, he he was excellent, no doubt about that. But I don't know, you know, I'm... Oh, boy. It's, it's, I, it's, I don't like I don't like it when a guy goes to the ring and doesn't sell shit, you know. And that's the problem I have with the, the matches I see today. Nobody is selling anything. For instance, uh, this is a while back, but Hunter takes a sledgehammer and hits somebody with it, and before the end of the show, that guy is back on his ass. I don't know about you, but I'm quitting the fucking business. 
nuts. I'm if, getting in my if car. I hit leaving. somebody with a sledgehammer and he comes back, fuck that. I ain't coming back, period. I'll never stop running. <laughs> this son of a bitch is fucking, he's antichrist or something. But what kills me is, is they'll go out and do all these horrible, fucking crazy, unbelievable, spectacular moves. And nobody gets beat by one of them, but they get beat by the goddamn vicious hold, the most vicious hold in wrestling, the schoolboy. Oh, God. I hate that. God damn, I hate that. And shame on you guys for doing the schoolboy to you lazy fucks. Has your fucking ego gotten so big that you won't fucking get beat by the guy's best maneuver? That's who, that's what I want to get beat by. I want to get beat by that guy's best maneuver. Mm-hmm. Not a schoolboy where it's an accident and I'm such a pussy I can't kick out. <laughs> Give me a break, guys. Get your head out of your ass. Have some respect for your fellow combatant and go out there and sell a little bit. That's my only bitch with these young guys. They don't sell shit. I couldn't agree more. And it's like, look, you and I have been saying it throughout this episode. It's a job. So, like, it's look, do your how, job. how do we get out of this match? I don't care. Pin me. Like, let's let's get out of it. Let's send people home happy. One, two, three, baby. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to get out of it. It, um, chances are by the time they get the car, they've already forgot who won anyway. Right. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because next week I can beat you. Duh! Oh, I had an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just gas. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jake, during the show, Vince was doing his uh, billionaire Ted skits at the time. Do you remember this? Oh, with the Huckster yeah. and the Nacho Man. Yeah. These are the guys that were from your era and now you're back and he's like poking yeah. fun at these guys acting like they're over the hill or whatever. What were you thinking when you saw this shit? I was thinking how stupid it was to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Because all you're doing is reminding the people of who they really want to see. Huh? <laughs> you know? That's, that's, I mean, you're talking about Hulk and Macho Man and they're yeah. on another channel. So why would you put them up there, whether you're doing, making fun of them or not, you're reminding the people that they can go, go see them on a different channel. Mm-hmm. That's just not good. That's not good wrestling. That was Vince being angry and pissed off that those guys left. Because yep, he just, wasn't through with them. Just being vindictive. Right. Right. Childish. Well, pretty much unanimously, anybody I've ever heard talk about it, any anybody in the business, uh, yeah. they they're like it was so dumb. Yeah, it was really stupid. All right, well, Beyond let's get that. let's get into the notes, and then we'll play this video. Uh, this is from Meltzer from the uh, January second Observer. That can't be right. That's a February second, nineteen ninety six Observer. Ironically, with the exception of Michaels, it was Jake Roberts who received the biggest crowd reaction, including a DDT chant during the the Rumble. Roberts, who has retired from wrestling to go into preaching business last year, came back for a one-shot, and it's almost scary how well he got over. In addition, Roberts, who has the reputation of being one of the most clever wrestlers when it comes to timing and picking spots, showed it once again. Hey, how about that praise from old Uncle Dave? Surprises the hell out of me. Him and I don't see eye to eye most of the time. <laughs> no, no, I don't see eye to eye with a lot of what he has to say a lot of the time no. either, but in this, in this instance, I'll agree. Uh, so Jake, let's play this video I've been teasing. Uh, it's it's a quick promo you did in the free for all, and mm. I want people to remember that as they watch this, that there weren't a lot of not everybody was in the building yet at this time. Um, but listen <clears> to the pop. 
Um, and then we're going to do your entrance to the Rumble and do some, and then we'll get out of here, buddy. Hang on. All right, bro. Who knows? Will it be Vader time or, of course, the return of Jake the Snake Roberts of the World Wrestling Federation? The snake is in the bag. He will be making his way to the ring. I take it with you. He absolutely will. If you had lunch, no. He hasn't either. Look out. When we get out there, you think this thing's big. It's nothing compared to the size of the demons that once lived in me. Something that you're all, each and every one of you, will have to face. Who's it going to be to win the WWF Royal Rumble match tonight? Whoever it's going to be is going to meet one of these two individuals. <laughs> Lawler selling that it was just oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Great stuff, man. I'm guessing that Vince had it in his mind right then and there, like, hey, you know, Lawler, some chemistry, let's get them together. And then, of course, screwed yeah. that up. But uh, yeah, this yeah. night, Jake, when you're coming back, you got to be just on cloud nine, right? Oh, yeah, I was flying. Man, such a such an incredible moment. This reaction, I mean, it's it's about to turn into another run with the company. Were you pretty optimistic? Like, hey, you know, this time around, uh, it's going to be going to be big no. time? No. no. Even no, at this man. point, after that pop, even after that pop, I knew that I couldn't carry it out, man. That my body wasn't simply couldn't do it. Physically, I couldn't do it. It looked great. I mean, like right now, my heart and brain says, "Man, wouldn't it be great to get in the ring one more time?" Yeah, it would be. But guess what? I'm smarter than that. Uh -huh. I know I can't. And then I knew I couldn't either. I wasn't in shape for it. You don't get out of the business for a few years and then just walk back in there like nothing ever happened. First thing you got to do is you got to lose 60 friggin' pounds. Well, Vince didn't want to wait on me to do that. 60 so pounds. Like, don't, wor don't worry about it, Jake. You know, just take, just take your time out there. Do whatever you got to do. But we got to have you right now. If I've been smart... I said, fuck you, Vince. I can't do it physically. I'm going to step out of here. You guys go ahead. Maybe I'll see you in a year. That's what a smart guy would have done. Well, it's it, cool as a fan to see you back, and evidently all the other fans felt the same way that I did back in those days. Uh, it was awesome, and then it wouldn't be long as as we're talking about you're in a full-time capacity in the office, et cetera, yep. et cetera. We'll talk about it here down the road, and yep. we're going to be back next week with another episode of The Snake Pit. And Hell yeah. Uh, Jake, next week I think we're due for another Ask Jake Anything, but Let's then after that. Then after that, you came up with a really cool idea. We're going to be talking about your time in Florida with Satan. The yes. devil himself, Damn <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Sullivan. 
Damn so, straight he was. So I don't know what we call it episode. Maybe Jake went down to Florida. The devil went down to Florida. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. My time in hell. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You've been wonderful. Hey, guys. Uh, check us out on YouTube uh, at youtube.com forward slash at Snake Pit Pod. There's no better way to introduce somebody to, to our program than that. You can check out everything in our archives, old episodes, clips, et cetera, et cetera. Check it out and, uh, you know, give us follow us. Ring the notifications bell. Um, also, if you're if you're enjoying us uh, on your podcast platform, please like subscribe. Give us a five star review on all platforms because that really helps us a lot. Uh, you can get the Snake Pit and all the other shows in our network early and ad free at adfreeshows.com. Starting at just nine dollars a month. Guys, check that out. We've got some really awesome stuff coming up. Actually, this month, as you're listening to this, it'll be uh, it'll be day of. As a matter of fact, uh, our old pal Hacksaw Jim Duggan is watching back Royal Rumble 1988, the one that he won, the first ever Royal Rumble, and that's just a little sample of some of the awesome content that you can get exclusively at adfreeshows.com. Uh, you can catch Jake on Twitter at Jake Snake DDT on Instagram at Jake the Snake DDT and on Facebook at Real Jake the Snake. You can follow me at Marcus P D'Angelo on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at Snake Pit Pod on all social platforms. Jake, another one of the books, my friend. Thank you, my brother. Hey, dude, thank you, and we'll catch you guys next week right here on the Snake Pit with Jake Roberts. See ya. So I had gone to the StarCast 5 show in Nashville, which was fantastic. Kudos to everybody involved with that. And they had a booth. And um, it's like any cheap guy. I'm just like, free stuff. Let me go try to win that stuff. Um, so entered some drawings, put down my info. And I got a call from uh, Stephen a couple of weeks later with First Family Mortgage. And we have been in the market for a refi a little bit. We were looking to extend our HELOC. And um, I, he hit me at a perfect time. So I said, hey, man, go nuts. Let's see what we can f- figure out. And within, I'd say, 30, 45 minutes tops, he had a pretty great offer. So I was able to get transferred to a Diane, who was also great, and just kind of get a little bit more info. Tabled it for about a week or so, went through some things on my end, and they everyone came back to me. So that's, that's a great deal. You got to go with it. And we did. Now the rest is history. It took only... I mean, shoot, 30 to 45 days max, the whole process was great. About $1,100 of cash flow was freed up because of the, the refi. So $1,100 a month back in our pocket. It was fantastic. Like, I, I recommend them because the, they make you feel like you're a human being. They want what's best for you. And it's, again, a simple process. And in and out of the whole process within, again, 30 to, 30 to 45 days. And I got my wire for cash back to pay off my credit cards. And just no BS. That's, that's what I did. I just made a payment yesterday on my second largest credit card and it's just like oh crap we did it and this was only two months ago too much and change before the whole thing started before i probably even you know so can't recommend them enough